How the Dictator Stole Freedom. The Canadian people liked freedom a lot, but the country's own leader did apparently not. He smothered their freedoms, free thoughts and free speech. Division and hatred was all he could preach. The Prime Minister hates patriotism, nationalism and pride. He hates his own people and no one knows why. It could be the fact that his heart is ice cold or perhaps he was doing just as he was told. He has an agenda, that much is quite clear. The question is whether it's something to fear. Whatever, whatever the defect in his heart or his brain, his tyrannical actions have become quite insane. He stands at the podium spewing his hate, instilling division only he could create. Staring out at the cameras with a tyrannical frown, his communist decrees shut businesses down. But his anger kept building as Canadians pushed through, so he started name-calling because it's all he could do. You must follow commands. You must do as I say. If you don't follow orders, you'll all have to pay. You misogynist rebels, he hatefully dissed. Unvaccinated folks, now somehow racist. He stood there in Ottawa, hating the people. But they knew in their hearts that his claims were all feeble. So he took their precautions. Some got vaxxed, some did not. A freedom of choice for which their grandfathers fought. They can't make those decisions, he barked with a sneer. They have to obey me, they have to show fear. I must find a way to force their submission. So he shut down the businesses to force, force their contrition. He caused shelves to go empty and families to fight. He taught children to question if their parents were right. He divided communities, neighbors and friends, and brought in new laws as a means to the end. But the people kept hoping, resilient and strong, they started to realize the mandates were wrong. They gathered together and decided to fight to restore their own freedom, liberty, and rights. The leader poked his head out from where he'd been hiding, where he'd slithered away when he should have been guiding. And he heard a great sound that started to grow as a long line of trucks pushed their way through the snow. They came by the thousands, they came to his door, and when the city was full, they arrived even more. They came in big rigs, tractors and trucks. They brought bouncy houses, hockey sticks and pucks. Still he wouldn't come out, he stayed hidden away, so the protests kept growing and growing each day. He tried to divide them, turn son against mother, but the people were determined just to care for each other. He tried, tried cutting off funding by stealing the cash. Many were shocked he would do something so brash. So they dug in their heels and the movement kept growing. They could not be stopped as their funding kept flowing. Then others in the government re realized, dear reader, maybe freedom, they thought, doesn't come from the leader. Maybe Canada's rights had burned earned in a war. Maybe freedom, perhaps, means a little bit more. So what happens next? Well, if we all get our way, he'll crawl back to the hole that he fled to that day. He'll go back to hiding like Canadians need, and a proper prime minister can step up and lead. <laughs>